When the green monster of jealousy crops up, it can make us feel like we're a bad person where we feel so resentful and angry and sometimes even wish ill on people in happy relationships around us. But guess what? This is a judgment-free zone. I want to tell you that it's totally normal to feel this way. I felt this way. My clients have definitely felt this way before. And I'm going to teach you not only how to overcome jealousy, but turn it into your greatest superpower to attract even more love and abundance into your life right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hey, old friends and new friends, welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast. My name is Gloria Zhang. I'm a therapist and inner child coach, and I help high achievers break the cycle of toxic relationships and find the love of their dreams by healing, you guessed it, their inner child. So I'm recording this on a Wednesday, and Valentine's Day is just around the corner, everyone. It's five days away. And especially with my audience listening to this, those of you who are very passionate about breaking these cycles and creating healthy relationships, Valentine's Day can be a bit of a trigger. It's the time where we are sold this postcard image of what a beautiful, happy relationship looks like. The flowers, the chocolate, the cards, all the W Channel TV shows and movies. It's enough to drive anyone a little bit bonkers. But what I want to talk to you about especially is that feeling of jealousy or envy that can come up around this time of year especially, and why it's not something to be embarrassed or even ashamed about, how to overcome it. Plus, I'm going to teach you how you can actually convert this feeling of jealousy into your greatest superpower to attract even more healthy love, even more abundance into your life, of course, using your inner child. Now, if you fall into this category, I actually have a quick solution for you and that it's you don't have to worry about Valentine's Day anymore because I have a free three-day boot camp, a workshop that's happening on Valentine's Day. That's February 14th to 16th, where I'm actually going to be teaching you guys how to break the cycle of toxic relationships. We're going to be doing some exercises together inside this workshop. I'm really peeling back the curtain on some secret techniques that I use with my private clients. And this is really a once a year event. You guys know me, I don't really do live events often. I find them very exhausting. So when I do do them, it's kind of a big deal. So for that reason, I don't want you to miss out on this live event. Tickets are limited, so make sure to go to buygloriazang.com slash freebootcamp or just click on the link inside the show notes to register. I'm going live for one hour each day inside a private Facebook group for this workshop. And by the end of this workshop, you're actually going to get a clear step-by-step roadmap on how to overcome your past patterns and actually how to find and attract a person that is aligned with you. So we're going to be talking about things like first dates, where to actually meet healthy, secure partners. Do they even exist out there? How many secure people there are in the world and so much more. 
So the workshop itself can solve that part of the problem, where you have something to look forward to now instead of watching romantic love shows on TV. So I know, I know, we all know that Valentine's Day is just a commercialized holiday made to make money off of people, but it really helps to remind ourselves of it sometimes because even we forget, right? Now it's really interesting because originally Valentine's Day started off as a Roman priest named Valentine, and it was back during ancient Rome a long time ago. And what's evolved now is they've somehow found a way to. Make money off of Valentine's Day as well, and you know I really want you to remember that all the commercialization, the advertisements, the pink and red hearts, the cinnamon candy around Valentine's Day really is just marketing. And a good reminder as well that celebrating or having somebody on Valentine's Day says absolute squat around how great or healthy the relationship is. In fact, I did a little bit of digging around statistics around Valentine's Day, and when they actually looked at Facebook relationship statuses, there is actual data showing that breakup rates around Valentine's Day are significantly higher than between、uh, April to November. All right, so there are a lot of people breaking up around Valentine's Day. And I would say partially because there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure on performing on Valentine's Day. There's pressure around needing to have someone for this particular day. It's sort of the same thing with New Year's and with Christmas as well. But really, great relationships have nothing to do with these Instagram picture-worthy holidays and times of the year. So let's remember what's most important. It's a lot better to be single and in a good space than to just jump into some random relationship or feel pressure to have a date just for the sake of being a Valentine, just for the sake of having a Valentine. Right? I promise, if you look within, you will know that this is true because that's not really why you're doing this work. Right? It's not just to post a picture on Facebook that you have flowers or a date on Valentine's. But it's about the long game—the long game of breaking generational patterns and trauma, of getting to a place where you are ready to have a long-lasting connection with somebody, someone who's got your back, even when they're not taking pictures, even when there are no selfies involved. Right? That's what matters. And it's easy to forget this stuff because this whole Valentine's thing has been conditioned from such a young age. Right. Think about when you were a kid. Well, depending on where you grew up, but I know in North America, we gave Valentine cards to each other since we were in kindergarten. Right, and there was a lot of competition around. Oh my goodness, did I get more Valentine cards than that kid over there? And it was always made up to be this big thing. And then when we moved to middle school or high school, then it became about sending candy grams or flowers, almost like a competition of popularity. Right, like it was a status symbol to have a date on Valentine's. But listen, I'm not here to knock Valentine's Day. I, I love the holiday because to me it represents love, but not just a show, right? Not just a charade on one day of the year. It's about embodying love and honoring the true meaning of unconditional love, healthy love, every single day of the year. But it doesn't have to mean that to you if you don't want it to. It can literally just be another Monday, and that's okay. You have my permission. 
But let's talk about the feeling of jealousy and how succumbing to jealousy and not really dealing with it properly actually keeps us stuck in cycle patterns. And this is a lesson that I actually learned from business. And it goes something like this, and I would write this down. It's impossible to attract what we demonize. I'll say it again. You can't attract the things that you are demonizing. And that means if you are someone that actually does want a healthy relationships, you can't let yourself succumb to that very dangerous spot of falling into envy and jealousy without understanding why it's happening and without converting the energy of that emotion into something different. Because when we demonize the very thing that we actually want, we're creating some inconsistency inside our minds. There's a part of us that says we want that thing. And there's another part of us that says that thing is bad because it's creating all of these negative and difficult emotions in me. You know, just for another example, they use the same way of thinking for people that are trying to get out of debt. So if you're trying to get out of debt, what you actually want is money. But if you're also going around talking badly about money, talking badly about people with money, then in a way you are shooting yourself in the foot for the very thing that you want. It's just like the person that you know that really secretly wants a brand new car and you know that about them, but every time they see like a Lambo drive by, they start saying all these rude, horrible things about their owners, right? It's creating an inconsistency And it's because what you're saying, the energy that you're putting out is actually kind of hypocritical to what you say that you want. Same thing for someone that actually wants to go to medical school, but then they're also secretly talking smack about med students, right? It's not aligning. And really, it has everything to do with you and aligning your energies. So let's talk about, first of all, of where that feeling of jealousy comes from. Right? Well, of course, jealousy comes from the wounded inner child, jealousy and envy. There's something about these emotions. If you kind of pay attention to them, it creates a hot feeling inside your body, right? So I always recommend that you go to the body first and somatically understand what is happening within you. Now, most of the time, the experience of jealousy and emotion, it almost moves your body into action, right? If you really pay attention to it, it almost encourages you to say something bad about someone, to think of a plan of, you know, wishing ill on them. It almost wants to move you into fighting it or sabotaging it or doing things to make it stop happening. And for that reason, sometimes jealousy and envy can fall into the fight response of trauma responses, So you can go back to some old episodes, but, you know, there's fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. There's different responses that we have to trauma and wounds. And of course, jealousy and envy, it is one way that we actually protect ourselves, right? We see something that we so dearly want, and instead of letting ourselves feel hurt by it, we bring on the jealousy and the envy instead, because then we can make that thing the enemy. If I can't have that thing, then I don't want anyone else to have it. And I'm going to wish ill on those that do. Now, listen, I want you to be kind to yourself when you notice the jealousy and the envy come up. I think I talked about this in my last episode, but I literally used to cry when I saw couples walking down the street 
because I felt they had something that was so out of reach for me, that was so out of my league, right? And I would hide inside my car to cry. But I didn't tell you all the full story. This sounds a little bit out there, but my whole thing is that I want to be transparent with you if I feel that you might be able to relate to it and hopefully validate your feelings. But sometimes, honestly, even if it was a fictional couple or a random couple on the street that I had no idea who they were in real life, I would feel jealousy and envy, and I would actually fantasize about the couple breaking up or some horrible thing happening where they broke up and then the other person ran to me and said, I don't know, some weird love triangle story that I made up in my head, right? And it's like, why did I do that? Because that's what I had to do to kind of protect myself from feeling the deeper, more difficult feelings of sadness. You know, sometimes we start to feel this scarcity thing. We start to feel that other people's happiness sometimes takes away from our own happiness, right? If you know what I mean. And this is more than just relationships. This can happen when a friend gets a job promotion, a friend gets engaged. It almost feels like their happiness makes our happiness less likely or that they're taking opportunities away from us. But I encourage you to dig a little bit deeper with that and realize that that's not true at all. So I'm going to give you the two steps on what to do when you feel this jealousy. Step number one is exactly what I just talked about before, to get a level deeper to what feeling is more difficult that's lurking underneath the jealousy. And I would say 80% of the time, it's, it's sadness, right? It's a kind of grief of, I'm sad that I don't have the thing that I want. And instead of punishing yourself or shaming yourself or feeling jealous, I want you to validate the child within that feels sad. And it could be as simple as saying something like, hey, little Gloria or, you know, little John, little Anastasia, I know that you're feeling this way because deep down, you also want a loving relationship. That's it. Just name it and validate it. And that itself is going to take away a lot of the sting. But you don't want to leave this without doing part two. In part two, just like we said, you know, you cannot demonize the things that we want. And so we're going to do something a little bit different to shock our nervous system a little bit. And I want you to reframe that jealousy as celebration instead by this affirmation. And it's that when I see things that I want in other people, it's actually the universe's message to me, showing me that this is possible for me too. And that's why this is showing up in my reality. When I see other happy relationships, it's just proof to myself that because other people can have this, I can have this too. When I see other friends in happy relationships, it's the universe showing me what I truly desire. It's the universe showing me that I'm one step closer. It's the universe showing me that it's possible for me too. How does that feel in your body? And this affirmation really hones in the fact that other people's happiness does not take away from our own. And if we can respond to it with great energy, Think about what that does for you in your inner child, right? We want to celebrate everyone's success around us so that we can lift each other up. 
And so this really is one of my challenges to you. There's a biological thing here as well. It's really the science of celebration. And it's when you choose to celebrate things with your entire body, you are literally training your nervous system. You're literally training your body to recognize that this thing that's happening right now is a good thing and your body will want more and more of that. So let's train our nervous systems to celebrate like crazy every time you see these things show up in your reality. So every time you see a happy couple on the street, every time you see a happy couple, like a fictional couple on TV, every time a friend gets into a great relationship, a friend goes on a date or someone gets engaged, right? Any of these things where you see happy relationships show up around you, you want to turn that and reframe that into something good and wonderful for you. And by doing so, you are tapping into that emotion, the energy of the things that I desire to have versus coming from the scarcity place of things that I don't have. But before doing so, like we mentioned in step one, make sure to validate yourself first so that you're actually acknowledging how you feel. Okay, feeling jealous, feeling envious isn't a bad thing. It doesn't make you a bad person. And I promise that, okay? I pinky promise. Because this is a very normal thing that a lot of clients and I work through. So I really want you to know that you are not alone in this. And that turning that jealousy and reframing it into something positive, something that's uplifting and helpful for you, that is the goal of this. So if you like today's tip, then I think you're really going to like that free three-day workshop, especially if you come from a history of codependent, narcissistic, or emotionally unavailable relationships. This three-day workshop is really going to go a whole lot deeper into dating for people who are survivors, right? Dating from a place of being trauma-informed, you know, not just the rah-rah stuff that you see from a lot of dating gurus that's based around what to wear or how to impress or sound, you know, high value or, or impressive or funny or all of these things. But dating from a place of being aligned and building real connections with someone, especially if you have a hard time trusting people, right? You know, for us, we have different needs and we need to approach relationships and connections from a whole different place. So definitely join me on Monday in just a few days for that free workshop. If you found this episode helpful, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at ByGloriaZang. This was a bit of a shorter episode, but that's okay. We'll like to keep things diverse. But listen, lots of exciting interviews coming up this year, and I can't wait to show you what we have in store. So enjoy your weekend and bye for now. Are you a high achiever or entrepreneur who's thriving in your career but really struggling in your love life? You sound just like I was. I help high achievers just like you break the pattern of toxic relationships through inner child healing so that you can attract and create the secure life partnership of your dreams. Message me the words high achiever to learn about joining soulmate at ByGloriaZang on Instagram or apply directly on my website ByGloriaZang.com. Thanks for tuning in, Bestie. I've got something for you. If you think this show deserves a five-star review, we'll send you my free Inner Child Starter Kit as a thank you for your support, which contains exclusive wallpapers and resources for you to download. 
To get your kit, just upload a screenshot of your review on Apple or Spotify to my webpage, buygloriazang.com slash reviews. The link is also in the show notes. There, you can also check out my healing sessions and programs at bygloriazang.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I will meet you in the next episode. Mwah!